0: Hello, hello, guys, and welcome back to The Positive Charge. Last week, we talked about finding yourself and true happiness, and this week, we're going to segue into the importance of positive self-talk and standards. This concept came to me because I've been having a lot of conversations with my friends lately, and I just listened to the words that they use to describe them, and they're never words that I would use to describe them. And I just realized that we've all fell victim to this concept where we're our own worst critic. And while sometimes giving yourself criticism can be a good thing, oftentimes we are way too hard on ourselves. I listen to the way people talk about themselves. They are the last person to take credit for their work, even though they did the work and they're deserving of the credit. It's like we've convinced ourselves that we're supposed to do, 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 all this work and all this good, yet never actually get to reap the reward from everything we do. I want everyone on this podcast to stop and think, are you your own worst critic? How do you talk to yourself? How do you describe yourself to others? Are you using positive words or are you using negative words? the power of words of affirmation is so strong. That is why it is literally a love language. And if you guys haven't read the five love languages, I will include a link down below. The five love languages is a book about how we can help build our partners up by acknowledging their strengths in the areas they want to be loved in. So one of those ways is words of affirmation. If I am someone who values words of affirmation and that's how my love tank will be filled, it means that I need my partner to tell me that I'm doing a great job. I wanna hear my partner say that they love me. I want my partner to show that they care verbally. And the thing is, the words we use to describe people and ourselves has a lot to do with the way we view them and our self-esteem. And I know we don't view ourselves as these horrible human beings, so we should stop using words that convey that point. The words you say show a lot about your self-esteem. And let's take a second to be real, guys. A lot of people out there are hurting. A lot of people out there do not have super strong self-esteem. And that's a fault of many things in society and social media, and that's a whole nother podcast. But the importance of acknowledging that is one step towards having better self-esteem, is speaking positively about yourself. Because if you don't love yourself and you can't convey that you love yourself, how can anyone else? We have been conditioned as a society to be tough on ourselves. We have been conditioned to be our worst critics. We have been conditioned to think that we need to have progress immediately. And the thing is, progress is slow. But positivity can be immediate. I know you guys have probably heard of the superwoman theory where you stand in front of a mirror and you strike a superwoman pose. And they say if you do that every morning for a month that you'll feel better about yourself throughout the day. I think the same is true with the way we talk about ourselves. If you, instead of saying, Char, how could you mess that up today? how dare you? You should have known better. You should know how to do this correctly by now. Shar, Char, how could you mess that podcast up? You should have known better. You should have known to include better resources. You should have known to speak slower. You should have known that your voice was echoing. The way you talk to yourself matters. That's very different than, Char, this wasn't one of your best podcasts. What was different about this one? Oh, well, maybe you were a little too close to the mic. Next time you should maybe sit back a little more. There's a difference between criticism when it's constructive and just painful criticism. And a lot of times we give ourselves painful criticism. We think if we beat ourselves up, that we'll stand up taller next time, or we won't fall victim to the same mistakes. But at the end of the day, that's not true. Positive self talk does not mean you're slacking. I know sometimes we feel like we have to be hard on ourselves so we keep going and we keep moving and the momentum isn't lost. And you can do that and still speak respectfully to yourself and about yourself. A good resource that I want you guys to look into is What to Say When You Talk to Yourself. It is a book by Shad Hemstetter. He has a PhD. He talks about The ways we can change our language when we're speaking about and to ourselves that can really, really help our mindset. And if you guys remember my first podcast, I talked about mindset and the importance of having a positive mindset and setting goals for yourself. Positive self-talk is the same thing. You can set little goals for yourself. I've seen many cool things. There are lots of things going around the Internet. Some people write positive notes to themselves in the morning and they stick them to their mirror so that when they wake up the next day, they can see a little positivity from themselves. Some people put them in their car. Some people stand in front of the mirror and just talk to themselves for a few minutes in the morning. And these are all great tactics, and there are so many more out there. You just have to find what works for you. For me, I try to be a little more mindful when I'm having conversations. Sometimes I'll hear myself use certain words to describe myself or describe some work I've done. And I always use the mindset that if I was describing the best person in the room, someone I put on a super high pedestal, are those words I would use to describe their work? Are those words I would use to describe them? And if the answer is no, Then chances are I should also not be using them to describe myself. And don't get me wrong, there is a fine line between being confident and positive with yourself and your ability and being conceited. So, we do wanna acknowledge that sometimes we're not the best, but we can do it in a way that doesn't hurt us and signify to everyone around us that we don't believe in ourselves. Because you should, you should believe in yourselves. I believe in all of you. Everyone has their own skill that they're great at. Everyone has their own ability to wow the world. And those are the areas of your life that you need to focus on, build, and remember while you're building to speak positively to yourself about all the progress you're making along the way. So positive self-talk, it's huge. And it also lumps into standards. I really wanted to touch on this on my podcast because I had a conversation with a friend the other day, and I used a word, because even I mess up sometimes, I think I said I was too picky, and she was like, no, you're not too picky, you just have standards, and I was like, yeah, but my standards are too high, and she made me realize, no, my standards aren't too high, which segues into my first point. We need to be careful of the too word, like too picky or too bossy. It is a dangerous territory that we fall in when we say we are too something. Because that is saying that there is an acceptable standard and we go above and beyond. And when has going above and beyond ever been a bad thing? My friend pointed out that the reason people think you are too picky or the reason people think that you are too bossy is because they themselves are lacking those qualities. They themselves are not picky enough. They themselves are not bossy enough. It's an interesting mindset made me really think instead of it being negative to be called to something, she said, you should look at it as a compliment. And I had to stop and think about that. She said, if someone calls you too high maintenance, That just means you put a level of effort into yourself that they're not willing to put. And in a way, that is a compliment. And it made me realize that standards and self-talk go hand in hand. It also made me realize that while everything is good in moderation, and I'm not saying that you can't exceed that moderation, but at the end of the day, if you can do it, then why can't the person that you expect more from do it? I think, especially as a woman, I have always been told and geared that I have to be better, that I have to do better, that I have to try harder, that if my male counterparts do 30% of the work, I need to do 50 just to be viewed as as useful an asset as they are. And so with years of being conditioned that way, it has led to me being able to push myself to standards that other people cannot or will not. When I read two to three books a month and someone else doesn't even read one book a year, it doesn't mean that I am too much of a bookworm. It just means that I value that and I achieved that and they did not. And it brings us to this concept that if you can do things, then why do you tolerate excuses from others who are unwilling? It's one thing to have standards that you yourself could never achieve. But it is a completely different thing to hold yourself to a standard and expect the people around you to also hold themselves to the same standard. So again, be careful of those two words. I want you guys to stop and think. What top three characteristics do you value in relationships? It could be friends, it could be a relationship with significant others. It could be relationships with your parents or family. I want you to pick one for now, and I want you to think, what are the top three characteristics you value in that relationship? To be a little more specific, what top three characteristics do you wish that relationship, that person, possessed? So for me, my top three are ambition, desire to learn, and desire for adventure. The next question you have to ask yourself, do you embody those characteristics? For me, I do. I am constantly teaching myself to get better. I am constantly striving to do better in my career and in my life the ambition is for sure there. I'm constantly learning and getting certified. So that desire to learn is always there. And I'm constantly reading and I'm constantly traveling and I never say no to an adventure. So why settle for someone who does not have those characteristics? That's the major question I want to leave you with today. A good resource for you guys, raise your standards high. Date with Dignity by Rose K. Nachilama. This book, I feel, does not get enough attention that it deserves. I think when we think about standards, oftentimes they cross over into relationships such as dating. And I see a lot of women lower their standards to find someone because they're convinced that the guy they want doesn't exist, or that their standards are too high, or that they're being too picky. Again, be mindful of the two words. This book talks about how you have to have self-dignity. And lowering your standards does not actually help you find the person you need to be with. It just allows you to be with anyone. And you're too good to be with anyone. This goes for girls. This goes for guys. This goes for anyone out there. It is okay to have standards. It is okay to have values that you prioritize and want someone to share those values with you. And I promise you, while it may be hard to find them, there is someone out there that also shares those values with you. So to wrap up today, we talked about self-talk and the importance of being positive when you're talking to yourself. Words of affirmation go a long way. Phrases of affirmation, I challenge you guys to write some positive quotes down to yourself or some positive motivational quotes or write down at least one good thing you did every day, one thing you think you did well. Put it on your mirror, put it in your car, write it down in a journal, put a little note on your phone, whatever tactic works best for you. And just make sure that each day you read over how you are amazing because you are, we all are. I also challenge you guys to be more careful with the words you use to describe yourself. You should use words like fun, outgoing, spontaneous, not too much of a party animal, unpredictable. The words you use are so important. And I know you guys care about yourselves And you know I care about you as well, which is why I want you guys to speak better to and about yourselves. So if you take anything away from this podcast, start with yourself first. Start with loving yourself and creating standards if you don't already have them. And then work towards instead of lowering standards to make others feel better about themselves, keep your standards high and realize not everyone's meant to be part of your life. And the people who are Will rise to the challenge to meet those standards. So this was a little more of a serious podcast, guys. Again, I try to keep it positive. Hopefully you guys took something good away from there. If you didn't, I'd love to hear the feedback. If you did, again, love to hear the feedback. I want you guys to really, really, really come here to hear the things you may not want to hear, but you need to hear because we're all about that positivity. We're all about treating yourself better At the end of the day, if you treat yourself better, you will notice a huge change in your attitude and your personality and your mindset because all these things build on themselves. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend. I don't usually release on a Saturday, but I was in Houston last Saturday, Uh, (laughs) had a fun 22-hour drive home from houston because of the snow and my flight was canceled it's a story for another day guys but i hope that this gives you some positivity on the weekends and if you're not listening to it on the weekend enjoy it on your drive monday morning thank you for staying tuned once again thanks for joining me for the positive charge bye guys